You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. And Nick Enrico with you, as always, 402-464-5685. The Honda Looking Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the rest of the way here. Salt Dogs open up their season this evening against the Sioux Falls Canaries. And so, rightfully so, we'll bring in the voice of the Lincoln Salt Dogs, Michael Dixon, Joins us on the hotline. Michael, what's up, man? Happy Friday. Happy opening day. Are you ready? Yeah, man. It's been a long wait going back to, I think it was September the 6th. But uh, I know the guys are happy to be back. And even though it's a short camp and an extremely rare day where we open at home, I think everyone's excited and could not have asked for a better weather day. I'll tell you that. Okay, before we talk about the the Salt Dogs, you're you're a Dallas guy. You like the Stars and the Mavs, right? Yeah, how how, so, how, yeah. how are we feeling? The Mavs stave off elimination last night, and the Stars, are they in an elimination game tonight? Yeah, the Stars are uh, had 2-1 lead on Calgary and uh, had a one nothing lead in Game 5 on the road at the Saddle Dome a couple of nights ago, let that get away. So they are facing elimination tonight in the same building that you mentioned the Mavs staved off elimination last night. So uh, I'm not entirely optimistic about my Stars. Those are my babies. I love them. But uh, I think that uh, they've probably got some changes upcoming that are desperately needed. They're not a very fun team to watch. In fact, they're really boring. So if they force a game seven, I'll be thrilled. If they don't, I'll understand. Meanwhile, uh, I don't know about the Mavs, man. It's been a weird series with, with Phoenix where the home team is dominated pretty much throughout. And so you've got a game seven against the league's best team on the road Sunday. I don't know if they can win. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if they did as well. So it's been fun, though. I can't remember the last time that, uh, you know, I'm not in Dallas right now, but that's yeah. why I am in the off season. And so a lot of the people that I hang out with and, and uh, a lot of the people I talk to, they're all invested at the same time in the Stars and the Mavs. And I can't remember the last time that's happened. It's been quite a while. So it's been fun. Uh, and obviously the optimistic outlook is for the Mavericks, not so much the Stars, but at least it's nice to have them both in the playoffs. All right, Michael, before we get to the indie ball we actually care about, uh, some, some big news in independent baseball with Kumar Rocker signing with the Tri-City mm-hmm. uh, uh, River Valley Cats. Uh, so I was wondering how much pull you had with schedule making <laughs> if we get the Valley Cats uh, to Lincoln. Well, it's funny. Last year when Rocker didn't sign with the Mets, we were actually sitting in uh, Brett's office. Brett's our manager. and We were sitting in his office, and, and obviously the logical – the logical path because Rocker said he wasn't going to go back to Vanderbilt was to like reach out. Uh, the only problem is I believe Scott Boris is Kumar Rocker's okay. agent. So Big time that agent. Was going to be a difficult, that was going to be a difficult phone call for any of us to make. <laughs> uh, we definitely thought about it, but uh, it's not a shock that he went the independent route and signed in the Frontier League, which is a much younger league than either the Atlantic League or the American Association. And okay. uh, we actually talked about it today. And actually, it, it makes sense that he signed where he did just based on the fact that, that he'll be pitching at, at a level a lot more comfortable for someone making his professional debut. I think he should probably go down the Frontier League, to be honest with you. If he was as good as he was at Vanderbilt and a first-round pick mm-hmm. in the Major League uh, draft, he's, he's legit. So 
this league and the American Association is a little bit tougher to pitch in, especially for younger guys because you have a lot more ex-major leaguers, ex-double, ex-triple-A guys. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, maybe over the All-Star break or something, we can schedule a little home-and-home with uh, – Try is it Tri Valley? Try Selling? Tri Val. I try. I try something. The River Cats. Uh, we'll we'll get okay, it the, with the tri. The yeah, tri. The Tri City. Something uh, and bring you guys out to the ballpark. The, the Tri City Valley Cats. Yeah. Yeah, Perfect. I don't even know where they are. So. Yeah, exactly. They're, apparently, they're in Troy, New York. I'll throw out the first pitch for that one. I just you know. Yeah. For real. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got you down. Perfect. We're, <laughs> we're speaking. We're speaking to the voice of the Lincoln Saw Dogs, Michael Dixon, with us here on the Happy Hour. Okay. So talking about the Saw Dogs, you mentioned um, in, our, in our right when we started talking here today that it's been a short camp. I mean, how how long ago did all the guys like get together and talk and and see each other in person for the first time ahead of tonight's opener? I mean, how long do they get to practice? I know they've done a couple inter squad scrimmage or intra squad scrimmages and things like that. But, I mean, how, how long have they been in Lincoln all as one, like, team? So today is May 13th. I believe the first workout was May the 5th. Okay. And they've been here for basically a week together. Now, we are returning 11 guys who were on the roster a season ago. So that's fairly standard. I would say about half your roster will be made up of guys who were a part of your team okay. a season ago. And, you know, one, two, and three in our lineup today uh, is the same that we had throughout the year last year. Kyle Kinman is the opening night starter. He's been here for four years now. Um, so there's a lot of consistency, and a lot of these guys know each other. They've played together. J.R. DeSercina and uh, Norris played together at High Point last year. So there's there's some, some comfortability there. But, yeah, it's, it's unusual, and, and it's a product of the league scheduling an all-star break, I believe, in Chicago in mid-July. So our season is actually kind of pushed up three or four days. And it doesn't seem like a lot, but it is a lot. And that's, you know, you go from what is standard about a week and a half, two weeks uh, for training camp to essentially a week. Now, the good news for us is that we knew who was going to be on the roster coming in. We've got one guy dealing with a visa issue trying to come in from Canada. So hopefully Connor Panis will be here uh, sooner rather than later. That's why we're one lower than the, the league maximum of 25 on the roster. So, there weren't really any decisions that needed to be made in camp, whereas usually there are about three or four guys who will start camp with you and then ultimately not break with the team. Uh, but, yeah, it's been, it's been a whirlwind. It's been quick. And uh, this is also the 21st year for the Salt Dogs and only the third time ever that they've opened at home. So it's, it's a really unique uh, set up this weekend, but it's it's nice to be at Haymarket Park to start the year. I'll say that. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven proven to regrow your hair in two to four months and both are available from roman for just a dollar a day just complete a free online visit roman connects you to a u.s licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan then roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging not just once but every month so guys are you roman ready for a thicker fuller head of hair go to row.co slash regrow do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.
Yeah, you got some good weather tonight. Okay, so you mentioned like guys might leave. I mean, how fluid is indie ball or independent ball? Like, how, how often do guys get picked up by a major league team throughout the season? I mean, just how fluid is independent baseball rosters throughout the course of a season? It varies from from franchise to franchise for sure. Uh, we've got a couple in our league that are unbelievable at at putting guys back into affiliated organizations. I think Kansas City last year. I mean, don't quote me on this, but they had at least like nine or ten get picked up, and and wow. it's not surprising when they have guys who not only pitched in Major League Baseball but contributed um, significantly in Major League Baseball. So uh, it just depends on on the roster that you construct. Some managers. Uh, have deeper connections to those those major league pipelines where, you know, maybe a salt dog might be a better double A pitching prospect than a monarch, but somebody knows Joe Calpa Pietra better than he knows you know whoever in the salt dogs organization. So when they call and say you know let's say the Marlins call and say hey I need I need some double A pitching depth, you got anything? That's the it, it, a lot of those conversations kind of come down to that. So um, I would say that the teams that are the best at it in, in our league are the, the Kansas Cities, the uh, Sioux Cities, the Winnipegs, um, and there are some teams that are brand new, and, and you just don't know what their pipeline is going to look like. But uh, it, it is fairly fluid, and obviously we're here to get those guys back to the next level, and mm-hmm. we all understand that. But we also love when guys can stay the entire year and contribute because – no matter what people think of the American Association, it is still pretty high-level baseball. And um, you know, we've got a couple of uh, ex-major leaguers in our starting rotation this year, so it's stuff like that that I don't think people really fully realize. And, and that's what's um, that's what's a lot of fun, especially when the season begins. Well, okay, so we're talking to the voice of the Lincoln Salt Dogs, Michael Dixon. You talk about um, how how crucial and, and fun it is to see guys stick throughout the whole season. A guy that stuck with Lincoln throughout his whole career, Kurt Smith. How weird is it? Going to how weird is it going to be not seeing Kurt Smith in a Salt Dogs uniform every night? It's definitely weird, but I think we all knew it come. Uh, we we saw it coming. We knew yeah. it was going to happen. Uh, Kurt was kind of talking that way last year because Kurt is very invested in uh, international baseball with the Netherlands. Okay, and so the Salt Dogs were really a way for him to keep playing year round because he was doing a lot of stuff internationally. They tried one last time uh, last June, I think it was. Kurt actually left for about a week and a half to go uh, qualify for the Olympics, at least try to, and that wow. was his standard. They were trying to qualify for the Olympics, but that didn't happen. It seemed like the writing was on the wall. So it is weird. I mean, it's the first time, I think, I did the math, since 2014, that Kurt will not be in Lincoln on opening day. But he's, he's still around, and, yeah. you know, he met his wife, and, and his uh, he met his wife here. He settled down here. They have two beautiful kids and and he just you know loves the city of Lincoln this became his home and for a guy from uh, Willemstead Curacao I think that's an awesome story so mm-hmm. to me while it's weird Kurt won't be back in the lineup his story from where he was born to where his career took him to where he ultimately found a home in Lincoln I think that's still being written and I think there's something really unique about that Interesting. All right, so a couple more before we let you go. We're talking to Michael Dixon, the, the play-by-play guy for the Lincoln Salt Dogs. They open up their season tonight at Haymarket um, against the Sioux Falls Canary. All right, so a couple of the big returners that are coming back. You talk about how almost half of our, you know, about half of the roster is returning this year. Uh, three of those big guys, Josh Altman, Ryan Long, and Justin Bird. I mean, how big is it for a, a program, or excuse me, a, 
uh, an organization like the Salt Dogs to have some stability returning, especially in the form of those three guys? Yeah, I mentioned it. That's, that's your top three in the order, and it's your top three in the order here on opening night. You've got Bird, Long, and Altman going one, two, and three. It's critical because you don't have to worry about that part of your order at all. If you're Brent Jody, it's like you didn't have a, a seven-and-a-half-month layoff. You're just mm-hmm. putting out another lineup sheet like it's almost game 101 of the season last year. So it is, uh, it's important to bring those guys back, but they're also all three in their own right, really, really good players. Altman had one of the best seasons in franchise history last year. Uh, Justin Bird was one of the best leadoff hitters in the league last year. And Ryan Long, to me, is one of the most underrated hitters in the league. To be honest with you, it's surprising that he hasn't gotten a look in affiliated baseball somewhere at some point based on his ability to hit command of the zone, and his ability to play defense, too. He's a fantastic third baseman. So for all of those reasons, yeah, one, two, and three in your lineup is set before you even step foot on the field. And I think that four through nine will, will fall in. I mean, it'll take some time to figure out where those pieces fit, but you can't bring back everybody. So if you're going to bring back three guys in your lineup, you'd love for it to be those top three. And one of those, you know, number four throughout the year last year was Curtin. He retired, so there's not much yeah. you can do on that part. It's, it's really important, yep. All right, last one before we let you go. We're talking to Michael Dixon here on the happy hour. Okay, so let's let's kind of lay out the infield here, how they're starting it out tonight. Um, there's a guy, a rookie, who played 54 games last year for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Actually, three of those included uh, in the regional against Nebraska. So a little bit of Nebraska connection there. That's Matt Goodhart. Um, he spent some time with the Phillies after he went undrafted, but now eventually winds back up or winds up in Lincoln. So kind of a weird connection there. I mean, how does the infield kind of shake out? Where where are the guys playing positions uh, on opening night tonight? I actually couldn't tell you off the top of my head okay. where he's playing. I believe he's in the lineup. Uh, cool. He's a really interesting piece. In fact, I think he's one of the most interesting pieces right now on an opening day roster in the league because you mentioned it, career 300 hitter in the SEC for a program that's been probably top three across college baseball for the mm-hmm. last hour many years. So. A guy like that, you know, go, go back to the math, it's almost the Jalen Brunson effect where you knew Brunson was going to be a good pro because of where he played in college ball. Uh, and so Goodhart elected not to return to Arkansas this year and instead signed professionally with the Phillies. And he only got eight games at the rookie level, but he was really, really good at the rookie level for the Phillies last year. So I want to say Goodhart is, is going to contribute immediately. But again, the rookie level and the Phillies organization is a long way away from the American Association. So there, there's going to be an adjustment to be made, but uh, he's just one of three really young infielders that, that the Salt Dogs have. That, you know, the sky is the limit. Guys who, if they play really well based on their age, can be, uh, get picked up tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of incentive, obviously, for, for Matt Goodhart, who's here trying to give himself a chance at the next level. And I think that that's a lot of fun for, for, for teams and, and or shall I say for, for fans to watch. Obviously, it'd be fun for us to watch. But he's uh, really intriguing. And you mentioned the Nebraska connection. He was playing in that series last summer. So wow. uh, he's not that far removed at all from, uh, from, from that series in Fayetteville. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Goodhart. I think he might be the most intriguing player for me on this roster. And uh, he's also a name that people around here, might recognize from uh, from that history a season ago. Man, that's that's fascinating, fascinating stuff. All right, Michael, we'll let you go. Um, have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good call. Appreciate you taking some time. We'll we'll definitely talk to you down the road here in a couple weeks. 
Thanks, guys. Have fun. That is Michael Dixon, the voice of the Lincoln Salt Dogs. Appreciate him uh, coming on. That was really interesting, good stuff. Matt Goodhart, yeah, all SEC first team selection last year. 300 in the and SEC. He's, and he's on the Salt Dogs. And I mean, the way that the way that Michael made it sound like the Salt Dogs aren't anything to, to scoff at, like the American Association is nothing to scoff at. No. So that's, um, I think there's that you know that stereotype that it's American Association. A lot of time you have some older dudes playing, and it, and it's just kind of the you know not getting paid a whole lot, mm-hmm. and it's just guys that are just wanting to stay, stick around baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I was kind of digging deeper and preparing to talk to Michael and, and talking to Michael, um, just through a couple conversations, is that it's. There's some exciting times. They made the postseason last year. They're expecting to make a deeper run this year, um, and they have a lot of their guys, their key returners or key guys, coming back and returning this season. So exciting, exciting stuff. All right, so let's all star break. That's true. All star break. Tri City Valley Cats. Tri City Valley Cats. Kumar Rocker coming to Lincoln. Rico throwing out the first pitch. He's going to try. Yes. That's and fine. if he does, I'm throwing out the first pitch. Yes. Can't All right. embarrass myself in front of Kumar Rocker. True, true. 402-464-5685. We'll, we'll dive back into the Shams and Woj story um, as we round out the week on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.